Fed cattle prices were mainly steady last week, but cash calf prices faltered. Outside markets continued under pressure from inflation and recession worries. Coming up on your weekly calf news price point, presented by Cattle Currents Wes Ishmael. Hello, I'm Wes Ishmael. Welcome to your weekly Calf News Price Point podcast for the 4th of October, sponsored by the U.S. Roundtable for Sustainable Beef, which emphasizes a better future for beef includes you. When it comes to improving sustainability in the beef industry, we're all in it together from pasture to plate. We're connected by our supply chain, and our efforts are made stronger by common goals. The U.S. Roundtable for Sustainable Beef set goals to maintain and improve our grazing land and water resources, reduce greenhouse gas emissions, increase efficiencies, and care for our animals and our people. When we work together, the benefits come full circle. Take action to protect the resources that sustain us all at usrsb.org forward slash goals or more simply usrsb.org and look for the goals tab. Now to the news. Growing concerns about economic recession here in the United States and around the world directed last week's dour financial markets and helped weaken cattle futures. Major U.S. financial indices continue to fall with growing concerns about inflation and tightening monetary policy squelching economic growth here and abroad. Financial indices were little changed week to week on Monday thanks to a bounce to begin the week, month, and new quarter, but barely dented losses from the previous week. Economic conditions continued to deteriorate in the 10-state region dependent on agriculture and or energy, which is monitored by the rural Main Street Index. According to Ernie Goss, Jack A. McAllister Chair in Regional Economics at Creighton University's Hyder College of Business, the rural Main Street economy is now experiencing a downturn in economic activity. Supply chain disruptions and inflationary pressures from higher farm input costs continue to constrain growth. He adds farmers and bankers are bracing for escalating interest rates, higher farm input costs, and drought. The Creighton University Rural Main Street Index fell for the fifth straight month, sinking below growth neutral for a fourth consecutive month, according to the monthly survey of bank CEOs. Four of the ten bankers in the region indicated that high and escalating farm input costs were the greatest economic challenge to their bank and area over the next 12 months. Cash fed cattle prices were mainly steady last week, but cattle futures weakened in the face of high input costs and the gloomy outside markets. Live prices last week were $143 a hundredweight in the Southern Plains and $145 in Nebraska in the Western Corn Belt. Dress prices were $228. Live cattle futures closed an average of $0.48 cents higher week-to-week on Monday, although wholesale beef prices continued their seasonal slump with choice box beef cutout value $1.90 lower week-to-week at $245.94 a hundredweight. Select was $2.04 lower at 221 31 
estimated total cattle slaughter was 3,000 head less week over week at 664,000 head, but was 24,000 head more than the same week last year. Year to date, estimated total cattle slaughter of 25.4 million head was 385,000 head more or 1.5% more than the same time last year. Estimated total year-to-date beef production of 20.9 billion pounds was 282 million pounds more or 1.4% more than the same time last year. Daryl Peel, Extension Livestock Marketing Specialist at Oklahoma State University, notes in his weekly market comments that both feedlot inventories and cattle slaughter have remained stubbornly high this year due to drought force movement of cattle out of the country. So far this year, he says total fed cattle slaughter is up 0.8% as the 1.7% decrease in steer slaughter for the year to date is offset by a 4.9% increase in heifer slaughter. Further, Peel explains, total cow slaughter is up 5.6% so far this year, driven by a 13.4% increase year over year in beef cow slaughter. Feedlot production, cattle slaughter, and beef production are all expected to decrease sharply next year. Referencing the previous Friday's cattle on feed report, Peel explains feedlot inventories grow seasonally in the fall but are expected to increase less this year and trail last year's record levels. He explains for the last four months, May through August, total feedlot placements were down 0.6% year over year, with placements weighing less than 700 pounds up 5.3% and placements weighing more than 700 pounds down 3.7% compared to the same time last year. Recent month placements of lightweight cattle suggest fewer cattle available for placement going forward, he says. Remember, a better future for beef includes you. When it comes to improving sustainability in the beef industry, we're all in it together from pasture to plate. We're connected by our supply chain, and our efforts are made stronger by common goals. The U.S. Roundtable for Sustainable Beef set goals to maintain and improve our grazing land and water resources, reduce greenhouse gas emissions, increase efficiencies, and care for our animals and our people. When we work together, the benefits come full circle take action to protect the resources that sustain us all at usrsbasinbeef.org and look for the goals tab. Cash calf and feeder cattle prices weakened last week on economic uncertainty, the transition to higher volumes as the fall run begins to take flight, and the higher price outlook for new crop corn. Nationwide, steers and heifers sold 2 to $7 a hundredweight lower, according to the Agricultural Marketing Service. AMS analysts say the majority of calves sold last week were marketed about a month earlier than normal due to drought issues. Those analysts note the drought has expanded even further across the nation, as more than 75% of the country is in some sort of drought designation. Feeder cattle futures closed an average of 78 cents lower week to week on Monday, from two cents to a dollar and 55 cents lower, and it would have been a lot worse without the average gain of a dollar and 23 cents on Monday. Through last week, feeder cattle futures were pressured by higher corn futures, which were bolstered by USDA's grain stocks report. More about that report momentarily. 
The CME Fear Cattle Index closed $3.27 lower week-to-week on Friday at $175.44 a hundredweight. The market continues to face headwinds as large numbers of calves and feeder cattle continue to come to market and feed prices are high, while at the same time, inflation and rising interest rates are cause for concern from the consumer perspective, says Andrew P. Griffith, agricultural economist at the University of Tennessee, in his weekly market comments. He explains these factors are placing significant pressure on cattle prices, despite everyone knowing there will be fewer cows and fewer replacement heifers next year. Still, he notes, fewer cattle numbers and less beef production, sooner rather than later, suggest prices will increase sharply in 2023. Back to the corn outlook. Corn futures were an average of 16 cents higher week to week on Monday through the front four contracts, due in part to the cattle bearish quarterly grain stocks report last week. Old crop corn stocks stored in all positions September 1st totaled 1.38 billion bushels, up 12% year over year, but less than trade expectations. Of the total stocks, 510 million bushels were stored on farms, which was 29% more than a year earlier. Off-farm stocks of 867 million bushels were 3% more than the prior year. NAS analysts say 2021 corn production was revised 41.4 million bushels lower with downward revisions in planted area, harvested area, and grain yield. And that's your weekly Calf News Price Point podcast for the 4th of October, sponsored by the U.S. Roundtable for Sustainable Beef. I'm Wes Ishmael. Thanks for listening. Thank you.